0: can hear Chicago fans losing their mind right now. Why are the Bears bringing in Andy Dalton? A couple of things here, Kevin.
1: First and foremost, let's start with the elephant in the room, right? Russell Wilson listed, or his agent listed, the Bears as one of the places that Russell Wilson would accept a trade to with a no-trade clause in his contract. Well, I'm told that the Chicago Bears made a quote-unquote very aggressive pursuit. Those were the exact words that we used to make very aggressive pursuit. All right, good friend of the show, Adam Sheff there, coming in with the uh, heartbreaking news for Bears fans. What started off with the season trying to get Watson or Russell Wilson now sees them getting Andy Dalton. Uh, I don't think they're done at the quarterback position, but that's a that's a tough. That's got to be a tough hit. Welcome to Terrestrial Takes. I am your host Duchesne, and I'm joined as always by with uh, Tim at Nubs Two Ends Two bs How's it going, Tim?
0: I'm good. It's a it's an interesting week because I have off all next week, and I have five or ten days in a row. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm, we're starting in our home league tonight. Seven o'clock central is when our league year kicks off. So we're gonna have a bunch of flurry of trades happening tonight. So I'm getting all ready for that and have some some legal tampering offers out there already so we'll see how they end up uh working out for me but besides that i'm, I'm you know, do, doing well
1: now you say central time that's just eastern standard time minus one right correct yeah right. everything just everything happens eastern standard time we're we're very inconsiderate with uh time here uh but yeah andy dalton to the bears you think they're done at, at quarterback you think they're going to go into the season with dalton
0: Can they really be done? Like, would you really think that that's that's the QB room you want to establish going into an offseason or into a season from an offseason?
1: I don't think so. I mean, they might draft somebody, but I mean, I don't think this I think that means Mitch is gone because that would have been like the the other guy. If, If they're going with Dalton, I definitely think that Mitch is gone. Uh, it doesn't seem like Wilson's happening. We had that news come out that they offered three firsts, a third, and two starters, and uh, Seattle didn't bite. So, doesn't I don't know if Wilson's going to be moving. It doesn't seem it. That's, That's so a, Bears,
0: so <laughs> Bears.
1: It's so fucking Bears. <laughs> if they don't get to the playoffs this year, Ryan Pace is gone. Like he is. He has to be agonizing. It's like when you send that super good offer for somebody and they just
0: will not give him up. I felt that pain last year in a fantasy league trying to send an offer that I thought was more than more than fair for uh for Kamara in the league. And I I felt the pain. But I gotta ask, did Andy Dalton not show enough last year to prove he's not an NFL quarterback anymore? Like <laughs> what makes him deserve 10 million? What makes him what makes him worth double Jacoby Brissett?
1: Nothing, and I mean, this isn't. I'm not someone who's going to kick on Andy Dalton. He's been getting shit on for a while. Andy Dalton was a decent quarterback for a while back in the day, but he he's definitely he's just not anymore. He's a backup, and uh, he got pretty damn good backup money. Like he, it could be conceivably starter money. And it's it's absurd.
0: Yeah, I can't see it. I, he could not hit sideline routes last year. He was very limited where where he felt comfortable delivering the ball, or he was sailing him all the time. I couldn't deal with it. That would not be a quarterback I'd be targeting and then paying basically premium money for.
1: Yeah. Bears fans, I don't know how you guys do it. I just don't know how you guys do it. But God bless you. Stay safe out there. Um, Stay safe. (laughs) Another trade we had is uh, that hits close to home for Tim here is uh, Josh Oliver just got traded from Jacksonville to uh, the Ravens. No details yet on the return, but the Ravens love their tight ends, and this has kind of been a – A thing that's been going on this offseason where they're not going after a a wide receiver one, it looks like. It looks like they're going to stick to what Lamar's good at instead of trying to force them to do other things. They're going to be, looks like they're going to be running the ball, throwing to Mark Andrews and maybe Josh Oliver. But uh, as somebody who has a lot of Josh Oliver himself, I don't love this move. I was kind of hoping on the breakout with T Law. how How are you feeling on this one, Tim?
0: My position on Oliver was always that there's potential. He looked good at San Jose State. He was drafted early. He was 69th overall. You know, so he had, the, he had the, the capital you want to see in a tight end at least that was desirable. But he broke his back. He broke his foot. So we haven't seen anything from him. So I don't know what it is that, that the Jaguars are getting for him because he hasn't really proven anything in the league. So you really are probably op- operating more off of college scouting reports at the time for Baltimore to even desire trading for him. And it had to have been really cheap. So maybe the the Jaguars just think he's he's made a glass and he'll never be healthy and they're just going to try to cash out for something while they can. But, you know, Baltimore, like you said, does use their tight ends and I think boils back. So they'll have at least two good ones in front of them. Maybe he's just on Andrews replacement in case, you know, Andrews gets hurt or he has some sort of um, complication with his diabetes or something. I don't know. But hopefully we see something from him to, to know he's an NFL type player. If not, this is where you got to give up.
1: Yeah, um, do you know who the jag the Jaguars have at tight end now that they got rid of Oliver? I didn't I look actually this up.
0: don't I don't. But I I had in mind that if. Tanya didn't sign back with the packers maybe that would be a good landing spot but i don't know if the jaguars are looking to spend money at tight end
1: yeah i was thinking this might just mean that they go after one in the in, in the draft so you might see a Friar mouth there brevin jordan If brevin jordan goes there people are probably gonna be really hot on him uh that was just something that came to mind um you have any other sort of trades news items
0: i actually i i was very interested in the the Hudson to Arizona because Hudson was, he waived all of his guarantees and he was actually just going to get cut. And Arizona actually stepped up and they paid out a third rounder for Hudson and a seventh, which seems like a stretch for a guy that was about to get cut. You could just pursue, but maybe Arizona was pursuing the control portion as well as the remaining years on the contract.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, they definitely, Needed some offensive line help. I think if you look at like football out, football guys or whatever, PFF, they ranked like middle of the pack, but I don't, they were definitely lower tier offensive line play uh, last year. And you like to see that with Kyler, somebody that I think needs protection. Um, He's got the mobility, but he's gotten hurt at the end of the year, I think both years. So yeah, that's definitely a good move, a good one to bring up. Um, I don't really have any other news items before this free agency bracket we're about to do uh do you have anything else
0: uh nothing besides the bracket everything else we're looking at is signings and i think that's something we're going to be covering very soon
1: yeah all right well with no further ado let's kick it to the main event which if you're watching live you will not hear you'll have to hear it on the podcast it's time for the main event so we're here for the main event we're doing AFC so we have 32 free agent signings uh we we tried to make it by division but the AFC North kind of didn't do much so it's a little honky whatever but just bear with us it's just a little fun it's just going to be going over 32 of the big AFC signings thus far and uh in a bracket form the one seeds are going to be you know the bigger signings the eight seeds are kind of like the lower tier but um yeah, so we're just going to kick it off with the East. And we got the one seed, Matt Milano, signs with Buffalo, four years, $24 million guaranteed. We're going to be using just guaranteed money here for most of these contracts. And there, Matt Milano is going to be going up against the eight seed Jets, Gerard Davis, coming from Detroit, I believe, the linebacker, one year at five and a half guaranteed money. So we got two linebackers going to the AFC East, uh, I think this is a slam dunk. Matt Milano uh, is one of the best signings, I think, thus far. I know you're huge on this. You went over this on uh, Terrestrial Takes. Um, but yeah, wh- what do you think of this uh, matchup we got?
0: I'm going with Milano. Yeah. Milano does so many things that don't go in the box score, and it's so important, as well as the first two years of the deal, he gets $21.5 million, so there's less than $3 million guaranteed the rest of the way. So it's basically a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. And if they feel they need to move on or become a little bit more flexible, they have that option.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. So let me just cross off. Gerard Davis, something I want to mention is I believe Gerard was a first-round pick, kind of disappointed, but you could see a real renaissance, I think, with the Jets. I wonder what that means for Mosley. I, I know that he was hurt or sat out or both the last two years, and uh, yeah, I wonder. That could be a good duo. But uh, Well, he's
0: move. actually, he's been garnering, he atten- has been garnering attention from other teams as well, and okay. I know that, uh is it Hewitt? That's there too. He had a good season last year too. So they're 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 gonna have options at linebacker.
1: Okay. All right. So Matt Milano moves on. Up next at the two seed, we got Matt Judon signing with the Patriots for a four-year, $32 million guaranteed contract. And he's going up against the seven seed Chadobi his cornerback with the uh, signing with the Bengals, a three-year, seven and a half million dollar guaranteed contract. Uh, I think this is a good signing for the Bengals, getting a cornerback, and Shadobi's been good. But the Patriots needed a defensive end, someone, some sort of force. Uh, I have no reservations about this one that Matt Judon's a slam dunk winner in this matchup.
0: I like it. I want to say, though, I like Owuzie's number. It's such a small cap number for a corner that could potentially be starting for you, Mm -hmm. as well as they just lost Jackson, who went to Washington, on a much bigger deal who I actually like, I like that deal, but getting a woozy for almost nothing is a great great opportunity for a starting cornerback. Yep.
1: Yeah, so those are the one and two seeds. No surprise of them moving on. Uh, here, still going to be an easy one. I think at the three seed, we got Corey Davis signing with the Jets. Three years, $27 million contract, guaranteed, not contract. Going up against the six seed, Derek Wolf re-signing with the Ravens. Three years, eight and a half million dollar guarantee. Now, I mean, Derek Wolf's, I believe he re-signed with the, I didn't write that down, so maybe I messed that up. But Corey Davis, I think he was the top wide receiver on the market. And it's not a really bad number, really, as far as wide receivers. I know it's much bigger, but guaranteed-wise, it's only 27 million. Um, I mean, I have Corey Davis winning this one as well. Going chalk so far,
0: I agree. I expected double digits per year for for Davis, so I I do like this deal a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he go he's, he'll line up against uh, Mims, probably bringing in Wilson or going with Donald. Uh, I think Corey Davis will be you know decent wide receiver two ish, and yeah, as far as fantasy, so we're gonna move Corey Davis on now. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets interesting, the 4-5 matchup, you know, the toss-up. You never know which way these go. We got New Smith, four years at $31.25 million guaranteed. And at the five seed, we got Hunter Henry, three years, $25 million. Both New England tight ends. Which one do you think? We'll let you go first here. Which one, which one do you like better?
0: I like the John New one better. And I do I say this because I actually think that Tennessee didn't use him properly. I think Johnu has a lot more to his game. Obviously, he's a, he's a successful blocker, which is a big thing with Derrick Henry. But I think he can be used more as an offensive weapon. Now, I don't want to project stats or anything like that because I yeah. don't think that's fair to tight ends. But Bill Belichick spoke with his with his pocketbook with what, what he offered each of these tight ends what they're worth. And I think that's important to kind of use as context clues when you're making a decision on this uh, bracket.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have Johnny Smith. Um, I'm surprised they got Henry because the big thing with uh, Bill is he wants to have a guy that can do both. And what's funny is both these guys can do both. They were both good blockers, both good offensive weapons, but uh, yeah, I'll just take Johnny, the athletic profile. I think they could do more with them, but that was a tough one for me. Um, we're something, gonna... I, yeah. something
0: I didn't understand is when, people were saying that Hunter Henry had a good relationship with Belichick. Like when, when, when are they, when are they building this relationship?
1: Well, when they played the chargers last year, after the game, he embraced him and talked for like, like a good minute, like a good long while. That's, I think that's basically it. (laughs) That's where they based it all off of, but it was quite the embrace. So we're going to finish out the East before we move on. So we're going to go back up to Matt Milano, taking on the four C Johnu Smith.
0: I'm sorry, I gotta run Milano. I just think he's so valuable to that defense.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no argument here. Uh, this one might get interesting. We got the two and three seeds. Matt Judon, 4-32 guarantee. Corey Davis, three at twenty-seven. I am leaning Judon here, and it's not easy. And I wonder which one you have.
0: I with you on Judon because I don't, I don't like paying up on receivers if I don't have to. Now, as good a quarter Davis can be, he's only as good as quarterback in in uh, New York, and it may not even matter at this point. So I want the defensive player that's gonna have more of a consistent impact play to play.
1: All right, let's finish off the East with Matt Milano versus Matt Judon. One versus two, Matt Matt. I'm I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna run the Bills side on this one.
1: I gotta do too. Oh man, we got somebody in the chat too talking. All we say is, "All we talking about is Matt Milano, Matt Milano." You're goddamn right, because Matt Milano just made it out of the fucking East, one seed baby, <laughs> Final Four bound. <laughs> all right, so Matt Milano wins the East. We move it on to the the West, and. This might be interesting, but uh, I went with the biggest number here and we have number one, Joe Tooney going to the Chiefs. Five years at $32 million guaranteed. and This is going to be a shame. He's taken on number eight, Adam Butler going to the Dolphins with two years, $9.5 million. Now, Adam Butler going to the Dolphins, that's a good signing. That's going to be really good for their interior line and I'm, it's sad to see him not win a game because I think Joe Tooney playing center going to the Chiefs is a great addition for that line.
0: It's always nice to see the successful players coming from New England get paid somewhere else. And oh, yeah, I actually think this was a good fit. <laughs> Double Patriots. I think I this is, yeah, I think it's a good fit, though. I just, I do, because with Tooney, because they just got rid of the, you know, of Schwartz and Fisher. Mm-hmm. And I think this gives them, you know, a lot more girth and a lot more just intensity inside in the interior parts of the line to really help out with situations where you need that extra push when you're running back there with CEH. And I honestly don't think it's an overpay either. That's something to run the risk of when uh, you overpay on certain linemen because of previous production and they break down within the first year or two of that deal. And then you're kind of trying to play catch up with the rest of the guarantees. Yeah,
1: agreed. Now that's the sign of a good co host. You saw me have to roll away for a second. I just kept on going because, <laughs> yeah. So, because I forgot where the hell Yannick Ngakwe went, our two seed. <laughs>
0: Oakland. Not, he went, went up, to Oakland.
1: Oakland. I did not write it down, but we also have two Oaklands here. Number two, we have Yannick Ngakwe, two at 21, going up against the seven seed Richie Incognito, one at 1.1. Now, They, the Raiders have, you know, sort of decimated their line and Incognito is like 50 years old, but he's still a solid lineman. Uh, It's a good, it's a good resigning, but I think them bringing in Yannick is, is, is definitely the winner here.
0: I'm concerned. Why has Yannick gone from four separate teams or three separate teams in the last three years? Why is it that no one wants to give him a deal? Uh, Besides like Jacksonville trying and then kind of completely messing that whole thing up
1: well he went from jacksonville to baltimore right and then what's the f-
0: didn't he wasn't it wasn't there i thought minnesota was somewhere in there too
1: oh maybe i just know that he wasn't happy with jacksonville maybe he's got a bad attitude i don't know
0: yeah but, so uh, that's my only concern but you're obviously he's obviously the better player yeah. it is nice though to see oakland try to f- uh, figure out that that uh, offensive line that's Completely yes. in yeah. like three weeks.
1: Maybe one day. I think I'm over the call Oakland. I think you'll get there one day. Um, but that day is not today.
0: I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, I'm really right?
1: too old. So Ngakwe moving on at three. We've got um, Ronald Darby signing for three years at $19.5 million. And that's the... That's the Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. God damn it. I should have wrote the teams next to some of these guys. And he's going up against the six seed. Coming out of retirement five minutes before this podcast started recording. Perfect timing to give me 32 guys. We got Kyle Long signing with the Chiefs. One year, five mil.
0: I'm, I'm actually going to go with the underdog here. I was Ooh. the biggest Darby fan for forever. But I think he's towards the tail end of his career, and I don't think he's a guy that you should be targeting in the first week of free agency.
1: I'm going to just let it ride with you, and we're going to take the dog here because I do like the Chiefs going out and getting Kyle Long. Plus,
0: Kyle Long has has proved an ability to move, um, like to kind of pull if he needs to or whatnot, and that can give the offensive line a lot of versatility.
1: Yeah. And he's a winner. So we got two more in the West. We did stay in the West for most of this. We got the four or five matchup: four seed defensive tackle Shelby Harris, three years, fifteen million guaranteed, up against the five seed Corey Lindsley, three uh, five years, seventeen million dollars. Now, Shelby Harris, great year, good defensive tackle, but I'm going to go with the center underdog again here going to. The Chargers, hopefully he's gonna block up for my boy Eck and, and Herbert. And yeah, I'm going with Lindsay. What do you think of this?
0: I'm with Lindsay as well, as well. I, I really wish he would have stayed in Green Bay, but a couple things. Chargers, offensive linemen, seem to lose their ability to stay healthy once they enter that locker room. So I'm Chargers worried about in that. general. And it's the biggest center contract in history. So I want to be careful <laughs> with my expectations but I'm definitely going Lindsay because I've seen him firsthand for years in Bay.
1: All right. So we're going to finish out the West. We got Joe Tooney five at 32 up against Kyle Long one at 1.5. And um, Joe uh, Kyle Long, nice story. He won around, but I'm going to, I'm going to, he's going to bow out here to Joe Tooney. I think for me, It,
0: it was a nice underdog story, but he loses to the higher seed here.
1: Yeah. Maybe he won somebody some money. Uh, now we got Ngakwe, 2 at 21, up against the 5 seed. Corey Lindsley, 5 at 17. This seems like a 12-5 seed, you know? Because I'm going Lindsay again. Lindsley. I'm, I'm pushing him
0: on to the next round. What do you think about it? Same. I, it, it scares me. It's the reason why Ngakwe can't stay in a city.
1: Yeah. No, it's completely fair. All right. And now I don't think anyone saw this coming, but the 1 versus 5 seed matchup. Two centers duking it out. Who comes out on top here? We have Joe Tooney to the Chiefs, Corey Lindsley to the cha- Chargers, to the Chargers.
0: Going, I'm going um, Tooney because I like the deal better. Um, anything that offers your championship team a more flexibil- flexible, flexible ab- ability to build, I should say, I'm taking that every time.
1: Yeah, we got one seats coming out of the West too. Joe Tooney with the winner of the West bracket moving on to the uneventful north that i had to kind of combine a bunch of fucking teams in because there just wasn't much going on with the afc north but i love the one seed in this bracket we got john johnson signing with the cleveland browns three years 13.25 million dollars guaranteed i love this deal and he's going up now we got we got three Johns here. John Johnson going up against the AC. John Brown signing with Oakland. Oakland, also known as Las Vegas. Um, oh my God, <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> the guarantee doesn't come out, but it's a $3.75 million deal. Uh, John, Smoke Brown, we love you. But uh, John Johnson, I think, is going to win this one.
0: What do you yep. think about it? I'm with you johnson the natural i just feel like there's so much that he does well and we get to we get to see how much of that was the rams line but i really don't think it was too dependent on that because he was very instinctive even coming in as a rookie so i really like this 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 move and uh this signing for the browns i actually really do like the john brown signing too though but i'm going with johnson
1: yeah i i like the john john johnson signing because um He's a tackler, and he's going to bring him into that division to play the Ravens twice, to play the Steelers, who I know sucked at running last year, but historically, uh, yeah. Moving on, we got the two seed out of – ooh, shit. I thought he was with the Saints, but he was with the Saints.
0: Talking about Hendrickson? Yes,
1: Hendrickson. Where did he sign? (laughs)
0: The Bengals for four years, $60 million. I don't know what the guarantee yeah, was. Though. Four
1: years, $16 million guaranteed. I actually have the first sheet with all the teams right here that I could be looking at, so I know where these guys have signed. <laughs> Trey Hendrickson, four years, $16 million deal. Going up against the seven seed, the rolling bowling ball, Malcolm Brown, <laughs> one year, $1.75 million deal. Malcolm Brown signing with the Dolphins. Um he might t- he might take the Jordan Howard role, you know, take six rushes for six touchdowns to start the year, but uh I really like the Hendrickson signing with the Bengals. Give him a D lineman. came off of a 13 and a half sack season. So I'm rolling with the 2 seed here.
0: The sacks definitely got him paid. Yeah. Uh he's a very high energy guy in uh, in New Orleans. He seemed to kind of show flash in certain games like it, like obviously, you know, you can't count on sacks every week, but it's, it seemed like there were certain weeks, like he got up for more than other weeks, mm-hmm. but makes me wonder because basically Lawson who left for the jets from Cincinnati got paid the same annual rate and they actually signed Hendrickson for more years, which confuses me why they would have let Lawson go when Lawson was, I believe he was first or second on the team in, in pressures, uh, within when, within like one or two pressures, of the team lead. So I was a little bit confused by that, but everything I'm I'm reading about is that there's a lot of people that are excited about Hendrickson going um, to a different environment and really flourishing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it might not be your favorite signing, but it seems like he got the luck of the drawing because he went up against fucking Malcolm Brown. (laughs) So he's moving on. So up next we've got Michael Davis to the chargers cornerback signing for three years, $15, uh, $15. Yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed <laughs> $15 million. Going Wait, up he's, again.
0: Getting, <laughs> he's getting that podcaster money. Is that what he's yeah. getting over there? The
1: $15. Someone's paying you for this. <laughs> Ain't no one paying me yet. Fuck. <laughs> Someone <laughs> dropped some donos on my Twitch stream or something. <laughs> um, Michael Davis, though going up against the six seed, the new Miami quarterback Jacoby Brissett, one year, five million dollars.
0: Oh, you did. You didn't do this. You didn't yeah. put them against each other. No,
1: I, I put them up against each other. Uh, I just don't. I don't know why Brissett went there. I mean, is it, I guess he wasn't going to get a starting role, so I guess he had to take a backup role, and. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go with the dog here. I'm leaning Michael Davis, the starter, with the better deal, but I'd like to hear your thoughts.
0: I like Michael Davis a lot, but I'm actually going to go with the dog and let you pick the winner. So it looks like we're going with the, with, with the favorite, but I really like Brissett. He's a consummate professional. He's always ready to go. There might be an opportunity where Tua gets hurt again, or they want to go with a different type of play style who knows, but they're both safe quarterbacks and they don't turn the ball over. They're going to play well under floors. And if Brissette's got to be a career backup, do it in a place with nice weather and no income tax. Do your thing, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really do like the Brissette signing, but I'm going to go with Davis. And so I'm going to take this one that I'm torn on the next one that we don't agree on. That'll be yours. Um. So, yeah, we got Michael Davis moving on, and it brings us to the 4-5 matchup. We've got Rashawn Jenkins, the safety, signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Four years, $16 million guaranteed. He's going up against the five-seed Marvin Jones Jr., wide receiver, moving to Miami. Miami. Oh, we got a new follow. Thank you, C. Oh, Wait, it's T. did you go to Jacksonville? Didn't you
0: go to Jacksonville? He did go to
1: Jacksonville. I wanted him to go to Miami. That's the whole thing. God damn it. Both Jacksonville guys, four or <laughs> five seeds. Marvin Jones Jr., two years, $9 million. I'm going with the dog here. I love Marvin Jones Jr. I like the Rashawn Jenkins signing, but what do you think about this one?
0: Oh, oh! We're going with the dog. There, everyone barking. thinks Marvin Jones is is old as dirt. He's only thirty one. Leave him alone. <laughs>
1: Leave him alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, Marvin Jones. I think he,
1: he, I think he's gonna have a, a good role this year. So we got one dog in this bracket that brings us John Johnson with the Browns at the one seed and the five seed Marvin Jones Jr.
0: I'm, I got to go Johnson because of how many injuries they had in the secondary last year. Just having another. Body back there that's actually pretty good at football i i would be welcoming that as a, as a browns fan
1: yeah i'm going with john johnson as well i mean they did just draft grant delpit but um i just i love that signing i love marvin jones but i, I got to stick with the uh chalk pick here and we got the two three matchup trey hendrickson against cornerback michael davis i'd like to hear your input on this one too
0: Going with the pass rusher the pass rushers are limited in the draft. You got to lock them up when you can. And I think that even though I would question why they didn't keep Lawson, I'm going with the pass rusher every time.
1: Yeah, I would have gone with Michael Davis, but this was your tiebreaker. So we're going to go with Hendrickson.
0: Now give me your reasoning. Why Michael Davis over Hendrickson? Hendrickson.
1: I just, uh, I think that the Chargers needed the corner. They paid... Actually, now I'm looking at the money. I think you got the pass rusher for one more million guaranteed an extra year. I think I just wanted some uh some argument, <laughs> some contention on the pot. We do
0: need to fight more. We yeah. just gotta figure out what the topics are that we fight about.
1: As we go, as we go, we'll we'll start getting fucking snippy with each other, I'm sure.
0: What are your thoughts on Steven Peterman?
1: Who? I, I, I know the god i know the god peterman nathan
0: oh there you go oh nathan peterman Oh, it was like, <laughs> excuse me <laughs> who is this
1: fucking imposter <laughs> uh yeah the god the goat the guy that we're trying to get on the pod um i, I think very very highly now you should be better get his name right if we're ever gonna get him on but
0: yeah don't listen to this podcast <laughs>
1: All right, finishing up the North. we got John Johnson versus Trey Hendrickson. Uh, I had Hendrickson losing the last one. I'm having him losing this one. John Johnson, great signing for the Browns. Are we going to go chalk on the one seeds? Yeah. So I think we are. Yeah, I mean, what, what can you do? I mean, I, I'm, I went chalk in my bracket this year. I got three one seeds in the final four. <laughs> All right, this brings us to the AFC South. Quotation, quotations. There's not all South players here because the North really sucked. But we have got the Titans signing Bud Dupree. Five years, $35 million guaranteed. And he is going up against the eight seed Manny Sanders to the Bills. (laughs) Now, this one isn't disclosed. I do not have the money. I like the Bills signing it. But I think Bud Dupree going to the the Titans is is too good to pass up here.
0: Bud Dupree got um, adequately paid for a guy coming off an injury. The guaranteed money doesn't kill me, and he's a pass rusher, so I'm taking that every time.
1: Yeah, no argument here. Next up, we got Jacksonville Jaguars signing Shaq Griffin, three years, $24.5 million guaranteed. Pretty big number. Going up against the number seven seed Marlon Mack one year, $2 million. You broke my heart, Mac. I expect, I wanted so much out of you. I thought you had the world, you had the world in front of you. You had my hopes and dreams, and now you're just going to go and knock JT off of RB one status. Cause you're going to eat about 30% of the workload. Now nah, that's a little high. Um, in real life, though, I love the Mac signing. I think it's a great signing for both sides. Uh, coming off injury, I think this speaks to the to the not-so-sure about how he's going to do and everyone else not really going after him. One year, two mil. Uh, I like it, but I, I got to go Shaq Griffin here with the two seed.
0: The Jaguars are playing with a, a lot of non-performers at cornerback last year, so it's big to, to fill that role, and I'm going Griffin. But I actually also like the, the Mac signing. I do like that they didn't wait very long to get it done. Um, I think that shows initiative by the, by the Colts and it shows a little bit of, um, of their loyalty to their players. So, and I, I, appreciate that. And I think it will speak volumes to other players that resign with them later.
1: All right. I'm going to need a breaking news sound drop at some point because someone in my chat just mentioned, and I don't, I have not verified this, but yeah. Uh samuel to washington football team three years 35 34.5 million dollars i uh don't i don't love that <laughs> i wanted him to get a quarterback but maybe they end up getting one uh, i really like samuel i don't know if this moves his stock at all though i think he's just a middling like worth like a mid-second rounder, which i like samuel a lot but those are two likable wide receivers on Washington with, uh, I mean, fuck it, throw it up fits. Um, what do you think of that signing while we're breaking the action here?
0: It's confusing because Washington has a bunch of these receivers that they have to make a decision on. Now I do like Sander or Curtis Samuel, but uh, I thought he was best fit going back to Carolina. I might've been in the minority in that, in that thought process, but I thought him going back, them having familiarity with him, he's, been involved in the rushing offense as well in certain situations, which I like, but you know, you, maybe Harmon's not going to come back healthy at all. Um, maybe they don't like either Sims receiver. So uh, even Gandy Golden's, maybe they're just empty besides F1 and that's how they truly feel. But I thought they had sure. other, other needs. Yeah. Obviously they felt they, they got a corner and things of that nature, but I just didn't see that that pursuing a, a wide receiver so early in free agency was their number one goal, but I guess it was. Mm.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't love it, but we'll see. So, we're moving on to the three seed in the South. We got Jayon Brown re-signing with the Titans. One year, $5.25 million guaranteed. Going up against the disgusting signing of Tyrod Taylor to the Houston Texans. One year, $2.5 million. I love Tyrod, but, I mean, what the hell do you make of that deal?
0: <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Quarterbacks <laughs> – quarterbacks are getting paid that should not be getting paid and it's a, such a weird offseason. i think we had one of these like four years ago where we were like scratching our heads as why are these quarterbacks getting paid like this this amount of money it's nasty yeah so and i i actually like i like jam brown a lot he's rangy and he's yep. and he's violent and i can appreciate that out of a linebacker i'm surprised it's only a one-year deal though
1: yeah i agree um I, I'm surprised at that, too. I'm surprised he signed that. Like, I, I'm surprised he didn't look for more security. But, yeah. There's a bunch chock. of
0: teams that need linebackers. There's a bunch of teams that need linebackers.
1: All right. The 4-5 matchup. You ready to fucking puke? We got Mark Ingram. <laughs> we got Mark Ingram one year, $1.5 million guaranteed going to the Texans and then leaving the Texans. And going to Jacksonville, we've got Carlos Hyde, two years, $1.4 million. Which running back deal do you hate less?
0: I'm so happy that you put these guys together. Yeah. Not. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I'm i going to vote Ingram on this because his deal's cheaper. And he's probably more ready for a future back role if DJ goes down. Obviously, he's, he didn't show much last year, but he knows at least how to be that that back that the one that has that role in, a, in an offense and i think it's more likely than not that he ends up having a decent number of weeks as that role
1: yeah i won't fight you i'll just go with whatever you say because they're gonna bow out right here we got bud dupree up against mark ingram
0: i wish we could have included kevin zeitler instead of one of those running backs
1: <laughs> i wrote this <laughs> up right before the show yeah we're, go going, on, we're
0: going we're going we're going bud dupree All right.
1: <laughs> see him see him mark all right i think this one's pretty chalk too shaq griffin at two and then at three jay on brown i like the on brown the one year though I, it's kind of weird but getting shack for three years 24 and a half at a premium position uh, i'm going to yep, sure all right and um, we're going to finish up the south with bud dupree five years 35 million dollars Guaranteed going up against the two seed Shaq Griffin, three years, 24.5 million. What do you make of this one? I'll let you take it first.
0: I really want to go Griffin because I don't want all four ones, but he's a one for a reason because he's a pass rusher and that is important. So I'm going with the pass rusher.
1: I was on Shaq and I don't know who has a tiebreaker right now. I think It's your tiebreaker. It's your tiebreaker. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Shaq. It's the closest. Oh, close. we have an upset. Yep, we, have
0: we have an upset, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've, we've got a crazy. We got a crazy 2 seed making the final. Right, this is actually the elite 8 cuz we're going to be doing NFC next week.
0: Oh yeah, Griffin is cutting down the nets.
1: <laughs> All right. So, how do you want to do it? You want to do east west, north south? You want to do it split them up like north, east, south, west? That sounds good. All right. So one seed in the North, John Johnson, three years, $13.25 million guaranteed taking on the East Matt Milano four years, $24 million guaranteed. Which deal do you like better?
0: I'm going to be in such the minority that I think linebackers are that important, but I'm running Milano. He just destroys the center of of a team's offense and makes the quarterback look other places. And that helps with, the pass rush that helps with the cornerbacks outside that helps with the other linebackers dropping and i just think it's so important
1: yeah i don't want to take away from milano i mean we're really we're at the end here i would have gone john johnson on this one uh i think but it's different because we don't know what john johnson's done in this defense whereas we do know what milano's done um i would have gone john johnson it's your tiebreaker so what's
0: what's your reasoning maybe you can sway me
1: I like the safety. I like them. Um, I like I like the Browns getting the safety in that division. And I like the money better. Three at 13.25 and 24.
0: Okay, I'll change it. We'll go with John Johnson.
1: You just want to keep your tie break. No, <laughs> So John Johnson makes it. The money,
0: two. the money is a big deal, though. 13 and a half million is not very much, especially yeah.
1: for a starting safety. Yeah, that's what I, that's basically what I was thinking. It's not taken away from Milano at all here. Uh these are all one seeds and final finalists they made it out of their regions <laughs> all right now we got the south two seed Shaq Griffin three years 24.5 million dollars taking on the one seed in the west Joe Tooney five at 32 guaranteed what do you make of this one
0: I'm going Tooney I, I think he has a better chance of having a bigger impact on a team that wins the title potential
1: Yeah, this one's tough, but I'm going to agree with you, and we're going to go Joe Tooney, which brings us to the final of the AFC, ladies and gentlemen. We got two one-seeds, Joe Tooney at five years, $32 million guaranteed, going to the Kansas City Chiefs to be the center of that juggernaut against John Johnson, safety. I'm kind of surprised John Johnson made it this far, but I do love that signing. 30 years, $13.25 million. None of these are fantasy really for anybody. Uh, These are just good NFL deals. And I got to, I got to, oh, that's tough.
0: I don't know. I want to, what do you think, Tim? Can you sway me? I think you're weighing the same things I am. I think you're weighing the cost of the John Johnson deal versus the impact of a Toonie. Yeah. Uh, I got to go Toonie because I think he, I think he's going to bring his impact is going to help the quarterback position. It's going to help the running backs. It's going to help the tight ends. It's going to help the wide receivers. And I just think that's too great of a benefit compared to a safety who uh, may not be a part of the play 25% of the time.
1: Yep. I, I, I'm i going to have to agree with you. I did not go into this thinking that a center would be winning the AFC best deal bracket, but here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I don't make the rules, but in fact, I make all the rules. on this. Front. <laughs> <laughs> um that was fun I, I can't wait for the nfc we should have more news There will off there will obviously be more deals that happen with the afc but i thought this was a fun way to do the a- free agency news instead of you know going through it this team did that that team did this kind of and the, in the spirit of march madness which starts tomorrow we i thought this was a fun way
0: to do it what'd you think tim i enjoyed it do you have uh do you want to talk at all about your actual bracket Maybe who you got as their winners?
1: So I didn't pay much attention, but I did go really chalk. And I had all four one-seeds in the final four, and I ended up switching it with Houston. Uh, I went Gonzaga over Illinois, I think, in the final. But uh, some upsets that I have early on, I have uh, Santa Barbara upsetting Purdue, I think. Um, I know I have... Or Villanova, maybe. I have Villanova losing in the first round. I've got... Purdue losing in the first round. I've got Kansas losing in the first round. Wichita wow. State losing in the first round. Yeah, I got some upsets, but I took up, I took upsets early, and then it kind of gets really chalk later on.
0: I got Illinois losing a little bit earlier than that, but I, I really do think that uh, Baylor and Gonzaga are the best two teams. Yeah, but I I did two brackets for fun, and I had Baylor went in one of them, but I didn't have Gonzaga win the other one. I had Michigan winning the other one because I had Gonzaga losing to Kansas. Ooh. So Michigan and, and Baylor are, are my two teams on my two brackets that I think win.
1: All right. Yeah. So that leads pretty well into uh, highlights of the week. We're going to do highlights because it, 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 it 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 goes well into this uh my highlight of the week is i have my bachelor party this weekend and it's i'm going tomorrow i'm after i'm done editing and putting the pot up i'm getting my shit together and uh i go tomorrow morning we're going up to new hampshire we're going to be betting and watching mad march madness a ton of it betting and uh snowboarding that's my highlight you got any tim
0: i'm just happy that you're finally getting your shit together
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just get it all together.
0: Get your it, shit together. It, it, just, it just took a bachelor party to get your shit together. You <laughs> never would have expected that. Um, I might be going to Iowa this uh, this weekend to play in some mid-states poker tour, uh, tournaments. So we'll see if I end up making it out there. I had a couple buddies that are going, but they're going on Thursday and I'd be leaving on Friday. But we'll see if I end up heading out there. If not, we got 10 days to myself to do whatever I want, which would be some projects at the house. Just getting some stuff in order and, you know, see what goes on from there.
1: Nice. Nice. Looks like we're going to have some good weekends, man. You got any any gripes of the week?
0: Not this week. This week's been too good. We got leagues opening up. We got player transactions. I'm not going to put any bad juju on this week.
1: All right. Well, I am. <laughs> nah, nothing really. Uh projecting picks. That's my gripe of the week. Stop projecting picks. This is a long running joke with people who know me. Don't project your picks because what it does is it affects your trades. You start to it's an early second, so it's a good deal. Okay, but what if it's a late second? It won't be his team's shit. You don't know that. You don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. We don't know what's gonna happen. So it, it just stop letting it affect your trades. That's the biggest thing. Stop projecting these trades. It's Especially two years out and shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? That's my grade.
0: So what do you think of my deal then that I made today when I traded for Drew Locke? I gave him a 2023 future second. Could be late or early.
1: You gave up a second for Drew Locke?
0: It wasn't my intention, but I didn't have thirds. And it it seemed like that was the only way to get the deal done because I wanted to secure a third quarterback before the rookie draft.
1: Well, I would have gone after an actual quarterback. Uh, I've been off Drew Locke for a while. I had to fight the fans last year who went all, all crazy about his Houston Texans game where they played like shit and he had a good game. Uh, it was too easy to see coming. Uh, I don't think he's it at all. Uh, but at least you, at least that league might fold by the time the second comes to fruition.
0: The happy hour league is not going <laughs> to fold.
1: No, not no the happy hour league. No <laughs>
0: I got some capital in that draft, too. I'm looking forward to drafting.
1: And 23?
0: Well, no. I got 105, uh, 107, 108. Oh, this year. 202, 208. We got some We got some early picks in the first Man, two rounds.
1: Guess who doesn't? This guy. I, have, I don't think I have shit for I have 205, 206, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. Gripe of the week. Don't project your picks. Anything else you got for the people, Tim?
0: Nothing this week
1: all right well we will be back next week with the nfc bracket hopefully we got some more crazy news uh will i think we'll touch on the afc anything that happens from now till then any other news items you know this is terrestrial takes come for the intro stay for the info check it out see you later guys